Welcome to the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer. If you're looking to grow and become the man and king you were born to be, you're in the right place. Each week, David will provide men with tools, tips, and strategies for their business, relationship, body, heart, and mindset. Get ready to rise into your passion, power, and purpose, and live your life to its full potential. Now, let's dive in. What is up, everyone? It is your Man on Fire mentor, David Mailer, coming to you live. That's right, I'm coming to you live. And today, we have a hot, and I mean hot, as in center of the fire hot. I mean white heat hot. I mean we have a hot topic. We are going to delve into the world of cheating and define what is it really and there are so many of us that uh, struggle with this. It's a reason that relationships end. And I think that if we are going to dive into the topic of cheating, then we need to define what does it even mean to cheat? So for those of you that are brand new and have never followed me before, welcome. I am David Mailer, the Man on Fire mentor. I have been coaching men for 10 years now, and we've put on over 64 programs where roughly 32 men will come to these events, and we're helping them have more passion, more power, and more purpose in their life. We're helping men find their fire again, and we're helping them come into a place of congruence, alignment, with an up-level version of themselves to bring it back to the world. And one of the areas that we struggle with the most in life as men is relationships. Relationships are what serve as our greatest mirror, our greatest barometer for us to understand where are we at in our own development, where are we at in our own life, where are we at in our own growth, where are we at in our level of consciousness. A relationship will reflect back to you pretty much better than anything where you're really at. Just like the mirror, the mirror will never lie to you. We can lie with our words, but the mirror won't lie and relationships won't lie. And sadly, for many of us, we live with the illusion that the grass is greener on the other side. And if we get with a different partner, things will be different, things will be better, I'll be more happy. And I knew it, the problem was always her and the problem was never me. And it couldn't be further from the truth because the person that you're with is in relationship to exactly where you're at in your life. And it's not about getting rid of that person, it's about getting the wisdom from what the mirror that this person is offering you. Where's the wisdom? Have you extrapolated it? Have you really gathered it? Have you looked at it? Have you allowed yourself to truly grow? So, with all that said, we are going to dive into the center of the fire and talk about what is cheating. So cheating, you've heard you know, people say he cheated on me or she cheated on me. And yeah, it hurts. It absolutely hurts if your partner was with somebody else and we have a heart and we have feelings and it, it doesn't feel good to have that um, happen, right? But I, I wanna be crystal clear. So when we define things in the man on fire world, so if I use the word cheating or if I use the word spirituality, if I use the word soul, or if I use the word God, or if I use the word energy, I don't want to make any assumptions whatsoever that what I make that word mean, you're making it mean the same thing. So in order for us to have communication, in order for us to have a conversation, this is with anything in life, let's make sure that if somebody's using a word that we're not going under the assumption of they're making that word mean the same thing that I'm making that word mean. So I'm going to start off when we talk about cheating that 
I'm not coming from the mindset that somebody cheats on somebody else. So if you say he cheated on me or she cheated on me in my world, through my lens, through my development as a man, there's no such thing. What cheating really is, is that when somebody does something that's out of integrity, they're really cheating on themselves. They're cheating on their own soul. They're cheating on the values and the principles that they stand for. They're cheating themselves of expressing themselves in a higher way, in a more congruent version. So you don't really technically cheat on somebody else, all right? This is like a borrowed terminology that we've all been handed about cheating. You, you saw it on TV and you had it in junior high school and in high school and in college and you've witnessed it on all these TV shows and movies. He cheated, he cheated, she cheated. But cheating at the end of the day, the person didn't really do it to the other person. First and foremost, they did it to themselves, right? There's a thousand other ways that it could have been handled, where there could have been a higher level of integrity, where you could honor the sacredness of a union and not leak your energy outside of the relationship or outside of the marriage. So the first thing that I want you guys to understand is that when I am speaking about cheating, it's important that you recognize that you're not a victim, right? If, if, you're, if your partner cheated or if you cheated, the other person's not a victim and the person that got cheated on is not the victim. There is no victimhood in the world of me explaining cheating. Does that mean that there's not hurt? Does that mean that there's not emotions? Does that mean, does that mean that there's not pain? No, absolutely. We're human. We have the capacity to feel. We have the capacity to get sad, uh, to be angry, to be frustrated, to feel rage. We have, we have that rite of passage to have these emotions. But again, when I'm first referring to the word cheating, I'm talking about that somebody is first and foremost doing it to themselves because they're operating from uh, a space of being out of integrity with their core values and their core principles of who they are as a human being. And anyone that ultimately is cheating is somebody that's in pain. Now, I, I've read you know thousands upon thousands of comments of, you know, well, well, this person cheated because they're selfish. This person cheated because all they think about is themselves. This person cheated because they're a narcissist. This person cheated because, you know, all I did was, was, um, was do everything good for them. And I, I bought the bigger house. I had the extra kid. I got the extra car. I, I was always, always doing everything, you know, by the books and being a great husband. How could she do this to me? How could she cheat on me? Okay. Number one, you're not a victim. Number two, I'm not saying it didn't hurt. Number three, she cheated on herself first. She didn't cheat on you, she cheated on herself. Number four, anyone that cheats is somebody that's in pain. Anyone that cheats is somebody that's in pain. Somebody that's in pain is somebody that deep down is having self-worth issues, doesn't feel worthy enough, doesn't feel good enough, wants to feel noticed, wants to feel special, wants to feel unique, wants to stand out. Is it the healthiest way to go and try to fill that void? Of course not. Just like killing yourself is a horrible choice of how you deal with those feelings. Just like poisoning yourself with drugs and with alcohol and numbing out is a horrible decision. Being with another person outside of your relationship, outside of your marriage is a horrible way to try to fill that void. It never works. It never, never gets rid of the pain. 
But what I'm asking you, if you're somebody where you've initially deemed yourself, well, I'm the one that got cheated on. How is it my fault if I'm the one that got cheated on? I'm asking you to just put that down for a moment. Drop your guard. Step out of victimhood for a moment. Put all the emotions to the side and recognize that the person that did this, right, what you called the cheater, that person's in pain. I'm not suggesting that there's not a part of them that's selfish. I'm not suggesting that they couldn't have handled it differently. What I'm simply saying is first recognize that if somebody did this, they're in pain. And people do crazy shit when they're in pain. Right? For anyone that's that's heard of the six human needs taught by Tony Robbins, you know, originally started off by Maslow. There were five human needs. Tony optimized it. Tony teaches people that you know, you have core values and you have principles in life and that's beautiful. Like you might say, well, I'll never cheat on my wife. And a, and, a, and a woman might say, well, I'll never cheat on my husband. So here's your values, here's your principles. And at the end of the day, you have human needs. You have six human needs and your human needs will override your core values and principles. And they are flying under the radar. They're invisible to you and they will eventually prevail. So somebody that has morals and character that they would never cheat could all of a sudden end up in a relationship where they've cheated on their partner and they're not understanding how it happened, you're not understanding how it happened and it happens because you have these human needs and you're either gonna meet these needs in a healthy way or an unhealthy way, in an empowering way or a disempowering way. And one of the needs that you have is the need for uncertainty, for variety. So if you're in a relationship, you could have variety by dressing up as different characters in the relationship and now you have, you could be with the construction worker, you could be with the fireman, you could be with the cowboy, she could be the French mage. You, you can have all these different personalities and, and have variety that way or you could have variety by having multiple partners and that's eventually going to be cheating. So you're either going to meet your need in an unhealthy way or you meet, meet them in a healthy way. And so when there's cheating that's involved, one of the needs that the person is meeting is called variety. Another need that they're meeting is called significance. Every person wants to feel noticed, unique, important, stand out, pay attention to me. You could do that in healthy ways, right? Like I have this cool watch. We're all going to meet the need for significance, right? I, I didn't say, uh, you know, let me wear an ugly watch. You want to wear a nice watch. I'm not saying it had to cost a lot of money. It actually didn't. But the fact is, it looks cool. I'm not, I'm not intentionally trying to wear an ugly watch. But an unhealthy way, of meeting the need for significance to feel important and stand out for some people is affairs. They'll leak their energy and they'll actually be with somebody else because deep down they don't feel important enough. They don't feel special enough. They don't feel noticed. They don't feel paid attention to. It has nothing to do with their partner. It has to do with their meeting a human need and they're meeting it in an unhealthy way. And then another reason we do that is for connection. People want connection. Maybe I'm not connecting with my husband. Maybe I'm not connecting with my wife. I want to connect. So you meet the need for connection. You meet the need for variety. You meet the need for significance. You put those three needs together and boom, it's called an affair. Scratching your head. How did this happen? Why could she do this to me? Or why did he do this to me? And it's because we have human needs. And you're going to do whatever you can to meet your needs. And really what's driving the ship for most people is everyone wants out of pain. I want out of pain. I'm tired of feeling unworthy. I'm tired of feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm tired of feeling unlovable. So let me eat this crappy food. Let me drink this alcohol. Let me smoke this weed. Let me play the video games. Let me overwork and try to make more money. Let me have the extra baby. Let me have the affair. Let me go to the strip clubs. Let me go to the massage parlors. Let me do whatever I can to get out of this pain. And we all have vices. And we all have forms of pain management. And for some people, that vice and that form of pain management, sadly, is an affair. 
why is this important to understand all this is so that you can actually have a greater level of empathy, compassion, and understanding for how this even happens. It has nothing to do with you, right? I, I can share this because I understand this from the inside out because I was in a marriage where there was an affair in my first marriage. My partner had an affair. She was with somebody else while we were married. And I'm not saying that with any disdain or lack of love for her or lack of care for her. At the time in my life, which was 15 years ago, I was ridiculously immature. I didn't know how to navigate the treacherous waters of an affair. I didn't know how to deal with that. So I used gaslighting, name calling, naming, blaming, shaming, judging, projecting, victimhood, you name it. I didn't know what to do with that pain. How could you do this to me? How could you cheat on me after everything that I've done? That got me nowhere other than kept me in the, in the blind. I had the blinders on because I couldn't see what really happened. First of all, what she did almost had nothing to do with me. It had to do with the pain that she was in. I'll tell you what my share was, what my responsibility was in a moment. But this is somebody that was in pain. This is somebody that didn't know how to deal with their pain. This is somebody that most likely didn't feel seen, certainly by me, and turned to these human needs to try to get out of her pain. She didn't do it to me. She did it to herself. She did it to her soul. Did it impact me? Yes. Did it have an impact on the marriage? Yes. But the marriage didn't end because of the affair. The marriage ended because of how it was handled. I wasn't mature enough. I wasn't in my masculine leadership. I wasn't in my heart. I was in my head. I was in my ego. I had pride. And no one was there as a mentor or as a teacher at that stage of my life to help me understand this from a lens that was beyond the one I was viewing it from. It's painful when you don't have these understandings. It's painful when you think you're the victim in this. I create my life. If there was an affair that happened in my life, I have to look at where can I assume responsibility? Where could I take ownership for how I contributed to this? And some of you that are listening might say, well, how is it your fault? How is it your fault if she's the one that were, was with somebody outside of the marriage? How could that possibly be your fault, David? She should take responsibility. It should be hers. It's her fault. She's to blame. Don't be so soft. She's a narcissist. She's this. She's that. Like that, that guys, that way of thinking will never free you. That way of thinking will keep you a victim. I'm at a stage in my life where I recognize everything that's happening in my life is in direct relationship to who I'm being, where I'm at, what's my tone, what's my frequency, what's my vibration, what am I giving off to the world? Because what's coming back to me is what I'm giving off. It's a boomerang. What radio station am I dialed into? Because everything that's showing up in my life is in relationship to the frequency that I'm giving off. So if I don't like what I'm seeing, it's not about blaming the other person. It's about taking radical responsibility, ownership for how I created this. So let's take a look at how did I create this? How did I create this? Because this will really define what cheating is. Well, if my partner had an affair and I'm not viewing it through the lens of fault and I'm not viewing it through the lens of blame and I want to take ownership and responsibility for how I contributed to this, I'm not saying it's my fault. I'm not saying it's her fault and I'm not suggesting that she doesn't have to take her own level of responsibility and ownership. That's for her to look at. That's for any person to look at for themselves. You can't force that on the other person. So let me tell you what my responsibility was. Where, where did I cheat? Well, I, I didn't have the physical affair. But how did I cheat? Well, 
cheating starts with I cheated her of not giving her a more full expression of me, not giving her a more up-leveled version of me, not giving her a man that walked this earth in his mature masculine as a leader. She was with more of like the immature guy, more of the guy that flirted with other girls, fantasized about other women, would masturbate, pleasure myself, thinking about other people. To me, that is cheating. That is called leaking your energy. Some of you, oh, well, that's not the same. You didn't physically cheat. You're just telling yourself that to let yourself off the hook. I'm telling you that for me, what you put in, what you reap is what you sow. And if you are leaking your energy and fantasizing about somebody other than your partner, that is a form of cheating. That is a form of leaking your energy. That is a vibration, a frequency, something you're putting into the space between you and your partner that doesn't allow your partner to feel safe. Oh, but she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Of course she does. They can feel and they can sense everything. And if your energy is not on her and it's elsewhere, they can sense that in the field. And so how did I cheat is that I never helped her feel like I was all in on the marriage. I never helped her feel that she's the only one that I have eyes for. I never helped her feel that I would never leak my energy, that I'm never going to go anywhere. I'm never going to wake up one day and say, I don't love you anymore. She didn't have that safety. Now, I wouldn't have physically cheated and I would have stayed in the marriage, but she didn't feel fully held by me. She didn't feel fully seen by me. She didn't feel fully taken care of me, by me emotionally, spiritually where I had the ability to contain my energy and not leak it, whether it's with a waitress, whether it was with one of her friends, whether it was a fantasy of somebody that I pleasure myself to. These are all forms of cheating. Are you guys hearing me on this? This is a very controversial topic and some of you are gonna to wanna to argue with me and I'm gonna tell you that if you're gonna to wanna to argue with me, what's really happening is you're not willing to give up your story, you're not willing to forgive, you're not willing to look more deeply into a higher level of truth because you're most likely more committed to still being the person that's right than you are to being free. I hold zero animosity towards my ex-wife. I have nothing but respect and nothing but love for her and I know she's an amazing woman. And I still know that she's the woman who has high virtues, high values, lives by high principles. She lost her way. And I wasn't awake enough. I was too asleep to see how I was contributing to that. Too asleep to see the pain that she was in. And so she acted out. One might even suggest that what I repressed, she expressed. What I pushed down and wasn't willing to act out on, she expressed it. Just like if one person pushes down anger, another person in the relationship might express it. If one per person pushes down sexual tension in the relationship, another person might express it outwardly. This is high level. This is looking at it from a totally different lens. She didn't do it to me. She did it to herself. And what did it end up doing? It ended up eventually waking both of us up, right? Again, I couldn't navigate through the, through the affair. I wasn't mature enough at that stage of my life, but it certainly inspired me to want to be a better man, wanted to explore how did I contribute to this? How did I create this in my life? And absolutely, I've grown from the experience and so has she. She's now in a very committed marriage with two incredible children. I'm in a most incredible marriage in the world with my wife. And none of that could have happened if this event didn't happen. 
but I take full ownership and full responsibility of how this manifested. And I am not a victim and it is not her fault. And I take total ownership that I created this. All right, so let's let's dive a little bit further into cheating, right? Because it's such a gray it's such a gray area. So uh, let's give some examples. Let's talk about some examples. So you you go you go on a on a business trip to uh, Vegas with your company, or you go away with your boys to Vegas. You're married, and um, you have children, and you end up um, flirting with the waitress at one of the clubs or one of the restaurants is that cheating yes or no you end up going to a strip club and getting lap dances is that cheating yes or no you end up going to uh, the chicken ranch and you end up sleeping with a woman there is that cheating yes or no we got lots of examples is it cheating? So, you know, only you could define what cheating is, but and you, and you can, only you can lie to yourself. So I'll, I'll share with you guys that for me, first and foremost, cheating is where you cheat yourself of showing up as the most congruent version of you that you are. See, what we do as guys is when we don't feel uh, like we're really in our power, when we're not operating from a place of authenticity, from masculine leadership, from owning our light and we're still sourcing our happiness from things that are outside of us we're still relying on things outside of us to give us a certain feeling which is very common and there's no knock on that right it took me a long time i'm only 55 years old and most of my joy most of my happiness is self-sourced it doesn't come from something outside of me anything outside of me could be a cherry on top but i'm responsible for my own happiness i'm responsible for my own joy it's not on my wife it's not on anything outside of me to source that but most of us haven't evolved and haven't put in enough work and haven't grown enough where now we lean on things outside of us to make us feel whole again to make us feel alive again to make us feel that that passion that energy i, I just want i want that high back and so where most guys turn to is some form of porn or some form of an affair. And there's a leaking of energy because you're trying to get a hit. You're trying to get a hit off of something or someone to fill a void inside of you that no one can fill that void but you. And for those of you that are, that are religious, no one can fill that void other than God. It can't be another person. And, and even if they did fill it, it would only last for a few minutes or, or a day at most. Just like the cheeseburger from McDonald's or the big Whop, the Whopper or the Big Mac from you know Burger King and McDonald's. It, oh, it's so good when you're having it, but then when you're done with it, it's like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? It won't fill the void. Nothing outside of you will fill the void. So how many of you are trying to get a hit off of something outside of your marriage to feel better about yourself? It doesn't work. You flirting with the waitress, the cocktail waitress, you going to the strip club, you going to the massage parlor, you going to the chicken ranch, it's not gonna fill the void. You're cheating on your soul. You're cheating on yourself. You're cheating yourself of the growth that's seeking you out. Cheating is you're cheating yourself of the growth that's possible. And you're filling it with something to temporarily get you out of pain. It doesn't work. So that flirting that you're doing, oh, well, I would never cheat on my wife. It's just innocent flirting. Oh, masturbating, thinking about the girl at work. 
that works in a, one of the, the divisions in your company, that, that's not cheating because I was never with her. Or the text that you sent where you know you put a little bit of flirtatiousness in the text. Well, that's not cheating because I, I was never with her. Bullshit. You're leaking your energy and you're cheating on yourself. And if you're cheating on yourself, then of course, how could you not be cheating your wife? I didn't say cheating on her, I said cheating her. How could you not be cheating her? Cheating her of the real man that you are, cheating her of the masculine leader that she deserves, cheating your children of the role model that they deserve. How could you not be cheating them if you're cheating yourself? So when we talk about cheating, we're really talking about, are you cheating yourself of the real you? Are you cheating yourself of the most congruent and aligned and coherent version of who you were born to be? And for most of you, if you're honest enough, you'd say, yeah, I am. Well, my question for you then is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Now that this is being illuminated, what are you going to do about it? Because you have a choice in front of you. It's either choose a path of growth and have these blind spots illuminated and learn to get with all these feelings that you push down and you're using all these external things outside of you to try to fill that void from the weed to the alcohol to the affairs to the porn to the masturbation to the food that you eat or maybe even trying to overwork so you can have more money so you can finally feel like you're enough. It doesn't work. None of that shit works. You're cheating yourself. Or you could choose the courageous path. You could step into the fire. And you could choose to grow. Face your demons, face your shadow, face all the stuff that you tried to push down, get away from, face the shame, face the guilt, face the, where you were out of integrity, face all the lies that you told, face it all, feel it all, confront it all, be with it all, and finally be free. Or lie to yourself, saying, well, I, I didn't cheat because I, I wasn't physically with somebody else. Yeah, but you know when you're leaking your energy, you know when you're trying to get a hit off of somebody else, you know when you're trying to source your happiness off something outside of you. Don't kid yourself. No matter what community you come into, whether it's my free Facebook community, all these social platforms, or especially when you come into one of my coaching programs and get your ass in front of me at one of our live four-day Man on Fire Rising immersions, you bet your ass I'm going to call you forward. You'll never get away with this in our community. You'll be held to the fire of who you really are. You won't be judged, but you'll be held responsible for cleaning up your life. No sugarcoating. Give it to you straight. This is what men need right now. So much softness out there. Lying to each other. Placating. Stop it. It's time to hold men to the fire. Iron sharpens iron. Men need to be challenged by other men. Need to be reminded of who they really are at their core. Stop getting a hit off of other people. Stop blaming your wife if she did have an affair. Stop blaming her. Stop withholding your love from her, which is a form of violence. Stop being the victim in this. Stop it. And get present to, well, where did you cheat her of the real man that you are? Where did you cheat her of a version of yourself that she deserved? Where did you not show up? Where were you not emotionally available? Where were you not present? Before you judge somebody else, you must look in the mirror. So we needed to dive into this controversial topic of cheating today, gentlemen, and help you redefine what it really means. Somebody doesn't cheat on somebody else. Somebody cheats on themselves. And you end up cheating that person of the real version of you. I could talk about this for hours, but I think you guys got the gist of what's going on here. 
as long as there's a negotiation happening in your head, well, it wasn't really cheating because I just texted the person or, you know, I work with them and I have to interact with them and, you know, that's normal and that was just normal flirtation and it wasn't really a big deal. Yes, I, I went to the strip club, but, but I, I, I didn't get a, a lap dance in privacy. Like, stop it. Just stop lying to yourself. Like, do you really believe the crap that comes out of your mouth that you're telling yourself inside your head? You know when you're in integrity and when you're out of integrity. You know when you're honoring yourself, when you're dishonoring yourself. You know when you're honoring your partner and honoring your wife and when you're not. Stop lying to yourself. Rule number one, stop lying. Stop lying. And be okay with not being perfect. Be okay with messing up. Be okay with the parts of you that have lacked integrity. And be okay with facing the heat. You gotta forgive yourself. You don't need to walk in shame. You don't need to walk in guilt, but you gotta have the courage to clean it up. You wanna learn how to clean it up. You wanna learn how to step into your authentic masculine leadership. You wanna learn how to confront all these conversations. You wanna learn how to stop cheating on yourself. Come join one of our coaching programs. We'll show you how to do that. Are we the only program in the world out there that can help you? Of course not. Thank God there's so many gifted men out there that wanna support other men in rising and living more authentically in their power. We are one of those beautiful organizations. It starts with me and all my coaches. Amazing group of men that care deeply and profoundly. For anyone that's been following me long enough, you'll know that that's true. And for anyone that's been in our brotherhood and in our inner chamber, they'll tell you that. We have raving fans, meaning anyone that's come through our program, maybe out of 10,000 guys, we've maybe had one person that's not happy. We could live with those stats. It's pretty good statistics. But there's a lot of love here for you guys to come back to the light, face your shadow, and show the world the real you. It's the most courageous thing you could ever do. Show the world the real you. And when you forget who you are, we will always remember you. We will always help you remember. So with so much love and respect for each and every one of you gentlemen, here's to you rising with passion, with power, and with purpose. It is your man on fire mentor, David Mailer, telling you to stop cheating on yourself. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then share with your friends and leave us a raving review. To connect with David, you can find him at www.manonfirerising.com or on Facebook. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer.